Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Tuesday, March 5. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Jafet de Oliveira. And uh, let me pray for today. I'm glad you know it's March 5 as well. I don't have my glasses uh, okay. on, so it took a bit of squinting to look at the calendar. What does it say? Yeah, yeah I know. That's good. It's good. So much fun being yeah. old. Oh, it's great. Mm. Yeah. All right, here we go. Heavenly Father, we thank you for age. We thank you for wisdom. <laughs> we thank you for all that you've called us to. We thank you for beauty, for life. We thank you for children, for grandparents. We thank you for those who we interact with and those you bring into our paths. We ask for a blessing on our conversation and wisdom as we read this passage again. In Jesus' precious name, amen. Amen. My favorite version this yes. week or today, the message, the MSG, subheading, Who Goes There? The watchmen, call, the watchmen called out. I can't even talk. The watchmen call out. Who goes there, marching out of Edom, out of Bozra, and clothes dyed red? Name yourself, so splendidly dressed, advancing, bristling with power. It is I. I speak what is right. I, mighty to save. And why are your clothes so red, your clothes dyed red like those who tread grapes? I've been treading the winepress alone. No one was there to help me. Angrily, I stomped the grapes. Raging, I trampled the people. Their blood spurted all over me. All my clothes were soaked with blood. I was set on vengeance. The time for redemption had arrived. I looked around for someone to help. No one. I couldn't believe it. Not one volunteer. So I went ahead and did it myself, fed and fueled by my rage. I trampled the people in my anger, crushed them underfoot in my wrath. And you know, I'm surprised that I didn't think of this earlier when I was writing this week, but this totally reminds me of the little red hen. Oh, really? You know the story of the yeah, little yeah, red yeah, hen, yeah, right? Do. You know, who wants help all the time yeah, and yeah. nobody will help. So the little red hen says, then I will do it myself. That's, That's true. That's true. That's very much how this, <laughs> this sounds. It also makes me think of another thing. I don't know if you remember. I don't know the title of this movie, but it's a, a movie from the 1980s. I think that it features Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> Definitely has Dolph Lundgren. Okay. And in it, Dolph well, Lundgren is wearing a necklace made of ears, like oh. human ears. Do you yeah, remember yeah, this yeah, movie? Yeah, of course I do. Okay, I just yeah. I don't know what it was called. Is Van Damme in it or not? I don't know. Okay, I do remember him wearing. Somebody can email yeah, me if you know what this movie is. No, but this not makes worth me. It. it makes me think. Oh, this is how I envision the person. The revenge. Like, well, the blood splattered. Then, like, why not a necklace of ears? Uh huh. You know that. Uh huh. I don't even know why it doesn't mention that. Uh huh. So I don't know. I don't know. I think that's that's. Uh, I think that's actually a really interesting image inside there. Um, look, the the words to remember this week is actually based on on Isaiah sixty three verse one. And as I heard you read it inside the message, uh, it kind of it struck me different uh, because the words we have in the International Children's Bible, it's I have power to save you. Yes. Um, but inside here, it's it's I mighty to save. Mm -hmm. I speak what is right. I mighty to save. I like the way it is. I mighty to save. I'll yeah, just, it's, it's kind of poetic. I, I noticed the message is more um, graphic than some of the other oh, translations. Yeah, yeah. It's quite a bit more clear that we're talking about blood 
Yes. That is spurted everywhere. Yes, yes. Um, and in some of the other translations, you kind of have to intuit that. Yeah. So. So here's a question for today. Uh, kind of interesting. Does God, and, and my goodness, whoever wrote this, I don't know. Oh, you did. Okay. It was me. Do you have a problem with it? <laughs> no, Read here it, it goes. first and then you can trash it. <laughs> Does God ever send us on missions of revenge? Do we ever owe it to God to take revenge or to help him to do so? Huh. Yeah, and in this, I was I wrote yeah. about the Count of Monte Cristo, yeah, and Edmund Dantes, who goes well, on to become the Count, believes that that he has an obligation that yeah. God actually helped him survive, and he's going to help him take vengeance. And then I also, you know, I went from that to the fact that in this passage, God mentions that he's wanting help. He's right. looked around for it, and it hasn't manifested, so he's had to do it himself, which would imply that somebody person presumably was supposed to have done something so it just makes me wonder because then you know we get the conflicting message that we're supposed to be meek and mild and peaceful and thou shall not kill etc so well, that's exactly it it's like i i wonder i don't see god sending us on missions of revenge i do send i see god sending us i mean at the beginning of the book of isaiah he he begins isaiah the prophets begins in chapter one with the epic words you know i'm not satisfied god says i'm not satisfied with your worship i'm not satisfied with the way you behave i would rather that you do justice that you, you know, you protect the oppressed. And so he calls us to a place. But that's not a mission of revenge as, as much as it is a mission of speaking out to those who are being oppressed and being mm. hurt. So um, does it mean that we have to go and oppress the others? So would that mean that, um, for instance, if you're stopping somebody in the act of oppression where you can actually do something to help someone, right. that would be useful. But if you're doing it kind of in cold blood after the fact... Just so, like when I was on, on the playground revenge. as a kid, right, yeah. um, there were bullies. And uh, and so um, there were there were some kids who were really, really good at this kind of stuff. They would go around and they'd get your lunch money off you and they'd beat you up and push you around and stuff. But, you went uh, to such great schools. I went to great schools. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> one of them used to mark kids' foreheads because he couldn't remember who had taken money off them. and, and like so with a pen? Or yeah. Like, well, okay. Yeah, underneath their hair. And so he was like, he'd lift up your hair. And he's well, that like, was fair. Like very, he was, then he was going to take equitable. money from you twice in a <laughs> yeah, week. Like, no, twice in a day. Oh. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, and, and so, but, but, you know, they didn't pick on me. Um, fortunately, I was, you know, a uh, little bit larger than normal. And so that, uh, <laughs> th- there are some advantages in life uh, to those things. And so, so then the question is, um, should I, uh, and I won't tell you straight away, but should I uh, use that advantage to defend the weak by becoming a bully against the bullies? That is a good question. Is that is that a a revenge thing? No, I don't necessarily think that's revenge. That could just be stopping something from happening. Revenge is more like okay. Here's another film reference. Munich. Do you remember that one? uh, The bombing one. Well, it was where the um, Olympics. The Olympics. Yeah, I remember that. The the athletes were kidnapped and murdered, and then what is the name of the Jew? The Israeli special forces. I can never. Yes, they sent operatives to find and track them down one by one yeah and they found them all i think and killed them all yeah and i mean it's again one of those stories that you think wow that's actually kind of cool but then it's also like mm, it's also a little unsettling you know yes and we did also see that other great story uh where they didn't kill them all didn't kill that one guy and they captured him and brought him back Uh, i'm trying to remember that story uh 
recently where they sent out the agents to Argentina and picked up a... I did not see this. I don't yeah, know what just, I forgot that one. So it's always interesting, you know, to decide what is the right thing to do and, and are you actually falling into the same trap by doing so um, and causing uh, revenge on that? And is that what God calls us to? And this is the tension of what justice, what does justice look like? Is justice when those who are oppressed are actually made low? Is that justice? Is that, re- is what, that revenge? What, you mean those who are oppressors are made, yeah, sorry, are yeah, low? Yeah, um, Yeah, I don't know. And so that, and I think that's where it becomes really complicated, trying to work out uh, how to make justice take place and how to live the life of the peacemaker. I just um, I think it's curious that God's it. not totally satisfied with just doing it on his own. Mm. He seems to, like he can, well, but he is sort of upset that he has to for some reason. And I think, reason. again, just this one passage on its own is not enough, but it's, uh, it is an intriguing intriguing. Well, it's like, you know, God, if you want people out there stomping people down (laughs) into the ground, then you shouldn't have given us those pesky commandments about not killing people and stuff. Hence, there may be more. There may be more insight here than we realize. So I I think it's it's good, but I I don't see God sending us on missions of revenge. Um, I, I will say this, that there are many stories in the Bible that seem that way. Um, that yeah. appear that way, and so and so it's it's an interesting dilemma that we face today. Well, maybe he used to and doesn't, anymore. and he doesn't do it anymore. Well, or, there is the argument that some people do say that, like God is growing up as well because they want to humanize God mm. in a way that God is like a, a developing God. I don't mean so much that he's growing up as that for some reason something changed. Mm. And what that was, I, I well, yes, tell you. I, I do believe that God actually does. Uh, that God has always, and the Bible portrays this well. That God has, God has not, in the sense that He has not adjusted uh, His belief or who He is, His character. But He has definitely treated us differently because we are growing all the time. And I think this is the complexity of trying to understand the character of God, as we talked about earlier this week. It's just forever we're going to grow in that area so let me think about this uh, some more and let me challenge you guys to think about this some more today does god ever send us on missions of revenge do we ever owe it to god to take revenge or to help him to do so uh, think about that talk about it with your friends look after each other live love and uh, we will connect tomorrow hey thanks again for listening to the daily walk podcast today If you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.